Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend some time focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Rachel, Employability and Careers Consultant with the University of Exeter. You can catch up on all of our episodes by doing all of those subscribing and following things. We're on Spotify and iTunes. Hello, my name's Rebecca. I'm a student programme assistant. I work on Grand Challenges and I'm joined by one of this year's lovely student groups. If you'd want to go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Savvy Elias. I study natural sciences and I'm currently in my third year. Hi, my name is Marco and I'm currently a first year physics student. Hello, I'm Anushka. My pronouns are she, her. I study law and I am a first year student. Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. So I'm going to start off by asking you what Grand Challenges is. How would you describe it? Grand Challenges is a perfect example of what happens when you take like-minded and passionate students and put them in a room together. Give them a deadline, give them pastries and give them the motivation they need to make a real world impact. Something that is tangible and can be applied to their daily lives. I think it's also a brilliant exercise in what life after uni looks like. And it's not just studying for a degree, it's an opportunity to make an actual impact in the world we live in. And for that, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I mean, a more official answer, I guess, would be just sort of a, a week long experience where you get together in an interdisciplinary team and come up with solutions to one of the grand challenges of our times. And I think it's really important because this is stuff that is affecting us right now and will affect us even more in the future. And so the opportunity to to work in a team on something like this, that everyone that does this is passionate about as well, is fun. And it, But it also teaches you very important skills about uh, working in a team. And as Sabi said, it gives you the opportunity to make change that uh, that some people might not otherwise know really where to start? Yeah, in my opinion, Grand Challenges, it it also helps you to explore a topic you've never explored before. And that that can be a really nice experience. But the one thing I liked about Grand Challenges was that like it made me meet so many new people and like increase my socializing with them. And as Marco and Savvy said, it helped you to like make change in the real world which is, yeah, which is really nice. Ah, that's great, guys. I literally could not have summed that up better myself. And if you don't mind sharing with me, what were your motivations for taking part in Grand Challenges? Like, what made you go, I want to do Grand Challenges, I want to do the Climate and Environment Emergency? Honestly, this is a difficult question to answer because I think a lot of things went into the decision to do it. Obviously, it was a brilliant opportunity, so purely from that kind of angle, it was something that I wanted to do since I knew it was offered in Exeter. It seemed like such a good opportunity to learn these skills, like Marco mentioned, and actually apply myself to a real world problem. But more emotionally, I think all of us have seen how far the climate crisis is going and we have to live with a lot of what happens. And that inspired a lot of action on my end and when I saw that Grand Challenges was doing a climate subcategory I just I knew I had to apply for it I knew I couldn't let this opportunity go. 
Yeah, it was it was actually a very similar sort of thing for me. I think I was I'm very passionate about uh, sustainability and and climate change, but to be able to do something like this, like I wouldn't have known how to do something like this otherwise. And I think the fact that the opportunity this this opportunity is being offered by the university and is very easily accessible actually is fantastic. So yeah, it was really just about having a, a passion for the topic that made me choose this specific sub challenge and also the opportunity that uh, to feel like I would be able to actually make something transferable. It wouldn't be just sort of a project that I that I spent a week on and then forgot about forever, but something that I could carry on further afterwards. The reason I chose to do grand challenges is because I don't know, something about the uniqueness of it just made me attracted to it for some reason. And with climate change emergency in particular, so now this was not a topic I had explored before. And I feel that grand challenges gave me the opportunity to do it in more depth. It actually took grand challenges to make me realize how much I love learning about these things. So, yeah, I feel exactly how Marco said it ignited a passion in you. That is really so lovely to hear about your motivations. As a geography student, I'm really, I'm here for anyone being passionate about the environment. On that note, do you mind telling me a bit about your project, what you made in the week? So our project was a student sustainability board. The idea was to bridge the gap between the student body and university in terms of their climate policies and who they chose as investors for research and other things. This was definitely inspired not only by the shutout campaign, but by the university wanting to reach carbon neutral. And I think the students have a lot of interesting insights to say. And honestly, as part of the university, they should have a decision that comes into it. And that motivation basically formed the idea of a board that could provide the students with a voice in these decisions. We also came up with a vetting system to evaluate companies. We use Shell and Patagonia as an example. But the idea was that we wanted to teach students how to look through greenwashing and hold these companies accountable to their goals. If they're saying they're going to net carbon zero by 2025, but they're signing on new oil and coal policies, then that's obviously not going to track. And we want to give students these skills because they're necessary in holding companies and the university accountable to this to create a better future for everyone, not just us at the university. So the main thing that we've, we found really was, as Savvy mentioned, this, this massive lack of transparency between the student body and, and the university on sustainability and, and research as well. Like the student body was not informed at all of its new sort of partnership that they like to call with, with Shell. And the students are massive stakeholders. At the end of the day, they pay fees every every year for both accommodation and tuition. And so we feel that they should have a say in decisions like this. And so we wanted to really fix this system and go from there. And, and I really want to emphasize that it's not a smear campaign against certain companies, obviously. We understand that it's, it's a nuanced debate. It's difficult to get research money. It's, uh, as we all know, but... 
so we, we want to hold a sort of the like we want it to be more of a, a, a debate than anything and and so we'd, we'd give the opportunity to for companies to actually come in and, and do a talk uh, to give a talk to students about sort of their aims what they're doing to become more sustainable and also the research that they they wanted to to invest in the in the university and yeah that's it really and we really really want to take this beyond beyond just grand challenges and make it a reality as soon as possible really i don't think i have anything else to say but i think one small thing i can add is that we we keep we want to keep improving the sustainability board by working together with like faculties and green consultants to like improve it every year so that it becomes so that it actually gets recognition from other students and maybe other universities will start adopting this kind of idea too to increase their sustainability awareness just one small thing to add actually sorry is is that so a lot of the university does actually have a lot of good sustainability initiatives something like uh, green rewards i think is is our main example the problem is that they're just not advertised to students enough they're the web, their main website doesn't actually have a sustainability page. It's really difficult to find these initiatives at all if you don't know actually where where to look for them and 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 how to look for them. Another thing that was mentioned is that this isn't a smear campaign. We actually spoke during the week to some researchers that were using the investment from Shell, and we were very touched by what we by what we saw, what we heard, and I think it would be interesting to have this dialogue with the students by showing them what research is being held and letting them make their decisions and again understanding that it isn't a great area but then perhaps we should be making those changes because of what we're seeing we want to bring the student body into this debate i think that's what we've identified is the student body is very much told to just no 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 don't worry about it we'll handle it and we as a student body obviously don't agree with that and that's the motivation of the board, I think. That sounds marvellous, like truly. it's. I really appreciate how sort of sensitive you're being with the initiative. Like it's a really nice, gentle, respectful way of approaching it. And it's kind of, I mean, it sounds to me, and obviously I haven't heard in depth about your project before now, but it sounds like you're just sort of trying to like foster some like critical thinking from students about the way that the university is handling like it's no accusation it's just like a little bit of independent critical thinking and I really love the sound of that because you're right we don't have a lot of that at the moment and like Marco you mentioned like green rewards earlier and I only knew about that from research that I did on grand challenges last year on climate and environment emergency that is like I would not have known that otherwise but like, it's really great hearing about all of that. Like, just, I really love hearing all the projects and how they've come together at the end. Like, it's crazy that you managed to do that in such a short time. And now it's just this amazing thing you've got, got at the end. And talking about that, what was sort of like your best memory of the week? Like, is there anything that stands out as a, wow, this really made the week for me? I've got two that I did think about and I, could not decide between. I think the, the highlight of this week for me wasn't just the fact that we were working on something that all of us were so obviously so passionate about. 
But because of that passion, we were really brought together as a group. Something that I went into Grand Challenges thinking was I, I really hope my group is one that gets along with each other and that is really motivated to do this. And I was very lucky. Everyone on our group was so motivated, was so passionate and so friendly. So my, my favourite memories, um, one of which was we actually had a conversation with um, Emma, the new Guild president, and we were all very nervous because obviously she she led the Shell Out campaign. We were all, we wanted to have her input on this to see what could be done. And she was supposed to come at one, well, we thought she was, and we were all like looking up like five minutes to 10 minutes to, every time the door opened, we were all like, <gasps> And then it wasn't her. And then we would be like, <laughs> and then eventually one of the professors came in and was like, oh, she's actually coming at half past. And we were all like, oh, okay, we've been worrying for no minute, for no worries. Like we've got 15 minutes. And then the one time we didn't look up when the door opened was the time that she came in. <laughs> it's just sealed in my brain, just everyone going, oh god <laughs> but she was absolutely lovely like her import is invaluable we're still collaborating with her right now but it was such a it was such a comedic moment the second one was it was the last day of grand challenges and we had set up our posters we were we had done all this work we were exhausted i was standing i was giving talks to professors and all these very interesting people coming up and asking about what we had done and then at the end of it we all decided to go um to the ram and there was this agreement that we wouldn't talk about <laughs> the project as soon as we entered but we all ordered food and we didn't talk at all <laughs> for like half an hour we were all just eating curly fries and we were all just so dead but so satisfied it was the best serving of curly fries ever and I don't think it would have been nearly as special if the group that I was in wasn't so motivated and so lovely and we hadn't bonded so much. As for me I mean it's really difficult to pick a favorite moment I think simply because genuinely the experience went beyond my expectations I was on the run-up I, I was genuinely nervous I was like I was thinking, okay, so people have to sign up for this, which means they'll be like-minded and motivated. So my group should be good, right? And then we we first we first went into into the room with with our professor Peter Cox, and we just sort of started brainstorming after a sort of a mini sort of introduction, and it just flowed so well. We came up with our like our sort of skeleton idea after less than half an hour I think it was just the 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 camaraderie and 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 uh how well this group worked I think that I genuinely think it will be very very difficult to top such a good group for the rest of my degree I think and I, I genuinely couldn't have asked for a better one even even the people who they, they can't join us uh, today, but some people are going on a year abroad. And even then, they still want to keep up with it and come back to this initiative after they they finish their year abroad. It's we're, We were all like-minded. We were all motivated. We all wanted to make a change. And uh, it was just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I think I really liked about the Grand Challenges was 
was basically getting along with my group because I do remember the first time we were told to go in our seminar rooms and there were like I don't know so many of us that we had to be split into two and then Peter kind of said you know it's it's a massive group so we need to have two groups because I, I don't think like one such big group would be allowed to go to present a, uh, present a topic and and it's like we just randomly raised our hands it, it was completely random it was, like, it was just like you know Peter said okay who wants to go in the next group and Sally raises her hand first and I don't know who I don't know who the next person was but then I'm like okay I'm gonna raise my hand and I'm gonna go too and it was completely random yeah what the thing I actually liked about it is that we all got along so well and I don't know it's like it's so exciting because I just like I'm so glad to be on this journey with them and you know see what difference this board makes in the university. I'm so happy to hear that you all got along so well like that my group last year absolutely fantastic I'm still in contact with some of them I still I actually work with one of them now we came back and did this job together but the people you meet are just wonderful and sorry I forgot to add one more thing I don't know if you're allowed to say this but I also enjoyed the free pastries we got every morning that yeah that was like it, it was the best how did you find doing everything in five days? Like, can you tell me about the sort of like people that helped out, any of the resources you used? How did you get there in five days time? I think when five days, it sounds like a long time. And at the same time, it sounds like a really short time. And you don't, the reality of that doesn't hit you until you are in it. Like a week to come up with something, you're like, yeah, I could probably do that. And then you're in it and you're like, oh, um, we had such an ambitious project. I think when we sat down and we discussed it on that first day, we had just gone through all the other talks and we sat down and we decided what we wanted to do. And as soon as we said it, it was like, oh, OK, like we have to get this done. The support was amazing. We had a PhD student in our room all the time. She was so lovely and I feel so terrible because I'd forgotten her name. Isabel, uh, Isabel. Isabel, that's a bless her so much. Um, Isabel was in our room and so was Peter Cox and they were so important to those initial stages that I don't think, without them there, I don't think we would have got nearly as much done. It was so reaffirming to just hear them go that's a good idea that like how are you going to get that done that's a good idea that's a good solution and I think it it propelled everyone I don't think a single person left that unmotivated unfortunately I didn't access any of the other workshops so I can't speak for those just because we were working on the project all the time <laughs> every there wasn't a dull moment where we weren't working on something I think at one point we actually stayed later uh, to finish it but that kind of goes back into we had such a good group everyone was motivated everyone was there all the time even when we stayed late even like when we went to the ram when we took breaks when we bonded everyone was there through everything and I think that was crucial in the fact that we got it done in five days I think without everyone being as amazing as they were I don't think we actually would have got it done 
And I'm immensely proud that we did because it was ambitious, but we did it. We smashed it. Yeah, as as Savi said, we didn't really access any of the skills workshop, but yeah, the the support was was great, uh, both from our our staff like Peter Cox, our PhD student, as as we mentioned already, and 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 also one thing we did do, however, was the presentation coaching session, and that was really good. It was on on the Thursday, I believe, if I remember correctly, we'd we'd basically finished the the project, which actually leads me on a slight tangent. It is five days, but if we're being realistic, it's four and (laughs) even slightly less than four, because on the fifth, you have the presentation and the showcase. So if we're being realistic, you have to get everything done in four, even the presentation with time for maybe a few finishing touches on the on the Friday. But it is definitely a sort of race and a rush. But I think just our group uh, made it made it very easy to to do well uh, at it. And also on top of that, we, we had a sort of struggle on the on the on the Thursday, I remember, because someone suggested to use SVGs and then someone who is totally not me didn't put an SVG on the on our poster and didn't crash it and didn't which meant that we didn't have to restart the restart the poster from an earlier version. So yeah, that totally didn't happen. If if it did, we'd go we got through it. We got through it and and yeah, very good. Yeah, I think with me is like because because I was like I did the vetting criteria and the presentations and after I think it was after every slide I kept showing it to Marco or Savvy just like you know can you go over it can you see if it's okay do I need to add anything do I need to cut something off you know so I kept like like it was a little more collaboration and then and then on the fifth day it was like I was like really stressing out because we had to present it and I'm like, you know, like we need to calm down. Like everything is gonna be fine. It's all okay. And yeah, we all got through it at the end. So so that was nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, one oh. final thing to add, which I really, really liked, was the the ability to actually talk to people to continue the project beyond. That was that was really good because we talked to at that point we had our project ready but we wanted some like more feedback on how we could take this further because we all were motivated to do it but you know we weren't sure about how it would be kind of received by other people but then we talked to the president of the be the be the change society we talked to a member of the uni's sustainability team we talked to representatives of the uh, alumni fund and the feedback we got from everyone was fantastic it was really positive they gave us ideas on how to go further which we're taking into account now and yeah great session it was and i definitely enjoyed it as well i just wanted to add following on what marco said i don't think when when all of us went into this i don't think any of us expected to continue this not not because we we doubted the project or anything like that but because it it's one of those big things that you think, oh, I don't know if I could be the one to do that. Like, I don't know if I could come up with a board and then continue it. But if it, as Marco said, if it wasn't for every member of faculty, every facilitator, Peter Cox, Isabel, the Be The Change Society, if they hadn't gone, no, I like it, do it. I don't think any of us would think to. 
Jerry, I think we were all motivated. We all wanted to, but none of us thought it was possible. And I really liked during the week, you could just see everyone getting more and more excited about this idea. As it, not just as we were finishing, but, but as like an idea that this could actually happen. And it is, which is absolutely insane. But that excitement was also very motivating. And honestly, as Marcus said, it was maybe three days. It didn't feel like work. That's, I think, a huge part of the grand challenges is when you're doing it, it's not work. You want to do it. You're you're in it. You've got both. You've got your head down. You've got your your team with you. It doesn't matter if it was three days or two weeks. You want to be there and you will get it done. And I think that's a beautiful thing that Grand Challenges really manages to encapsulate and form in every group that we want to finish this. We want to do it no matter what. Sorry, just one one thing that we we've kind of mentioned, but we didn't say it outright. Um, as as we already we already did mention Peter Cox and 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 the rest of the sort of staff and PhD uh, like assistants. But I think one thing I really wanted to mention was just the the amount of stuff that he was able to actually organize for us, especially the uh, he was able to get Emma to come out, to come and talk to us, and also the actual the actual two researchers that uh, that are being sponsored by Shell. And I think it was a great opportunity to get sort of both perspectives of of the issue. And yeah, that's what I wanted to mention. That's really nice to hear. Yes, again, I'm loving all of your answers to my questions. This is wonderful. I'm having a great time hearing all about it. You've mentioned that like you're continuing with your project. Do you mind telling me about your plans for that? Yeah, so so this has graduated from an idea to actually being instated with university and the guild's approval. That is in no small part thanks to Emma. She was a huge fan of this project and I think she's taken us very far already. So far we have given us giving each other roles within the board hoping to expand as we get more people as mentioned earlier uh two people are going on their year abroad which is very sad because i know they would absolutely want to be a part of this and they will be next year but so far we have an instagram we have conversations with emma and the university upcoming we're ironing out how we're going to go about doing the things we want to, arranging people's assemblies, arranging questionnaires, infographics. Um, we're also taking on board a, a previous project. I don't know if you've spoken to them, but the Bleed Green, Live Green book. So they, they said that unfortunately they couldn't commit to like continuing it, but we loved it so much they actually came up to us and said, would you carry this on? And we, we thought it was such a good idea. So we're working on to continue that to to present for welcome week oh that's great <laughs> it's amazing um everyone we, we're meeting once a week at the moment everyone's still super motivated and I'm, again i'm so lucky to be able to work with like these people because they're brilliant and i again i don't think i would be doing this if it wasn't for meeting them at grand challenges that's pretty much what we're doing at the moment we've got big plans we're very motivated to to continue this. It was I think we realized it pretty much as soon as we 
came up with with our idea on the first day that we wanted to that this was something that could be that is actionable that it, that we could put up relatively quickly hopefully as Savi said we have given ourselves roles in the in the board i think to start it off but we are currently recruiting some a few more members that we we need to actually complete the board and then the plan is to have this sort of board started get its activities running i think next year will be very much a, a pilot kind of year and then yeah around sort of the end of next year i'd like to say around maybe april something along those lines that we'd like to do uh, elections for the year after and uh, and continue it on yeah we, we we want to leave this as a as a legacy to make the the university even better than it already is another thing i want to add is that we also so after we've sent out the like after everyone has applied for each position we are planning to also host like a group uh, meeting in august through microsoft teams to like talk about the board further so how we could like advertise it during a welcome week and throughout the year just to make students and staff like to make them aware that there is a sustainability board in the university and it is and it is operating here so um yeah i think that i think the uh, marco and savvy have covered the rest of it so yeah i do and have a question sorry where can people find you we do have an Instagram account. It's 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 a bit of a long username, but it's uh, basically at exe and then Student Sustainability Board. So follow us. We're we're, we're active on it. We're posting um, uh, sort of like a, a bit more a bit more of a detailed introduction to the to the project and what we're doing. And also we have a recruitment post which shows all the roles that we we are recruiting for that we that and members that we need. And we have an application form in our bio that uh, that you can fill out if you're interested. It's it's not long. It's it's just a few questions. The only reason we have it is because we'd like to make sure that the people who who do this are are genuinely motivated about sustainability and climate change and 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 want to to make a difference. But yeah, at EXE Student Sustainability Board, follow us. I will. I genuinely will. I'm are so you guys going to be at the Freshers Fair this year? Yes, I think it's actually Welcome Week. We are going to be at Welcome Week. Uh, like we 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 want to have a sort of space where you can you can come ask us questions. You can sort of get interested in in the stuff that we want to do. And I think another thing that we wanted to hold was a a kind of people's assembly at the towards that time as maybe a bit after for um, mm-hmm. sorry Welcome Week, uh, maybe a bit after that just to just to let everyone breathe you know welcome week is a bit chaotic at the end of the day so but yeah that that i think savvy or anushka if you have anything else to add we will definitely at welcome week we also want to be able to give out the booklets um to people uh, i think nowadays a lot of people choose the universities based on what environmental impact they're doing what kind of sustainability policies they're coming up with but also for people who don't know about this and feel very overwhelmed about what's going on, I think it's important that we provide something that is tangible for students. Obviously, our board focuses on the big stuff, but I also think that we're going to focus on students as well. And that's kind of what Bleed Green Live Green was doing with their booklet, which is why we love it so much. 
showing students that they can do something and if they want to go further this is how they get to green consultants green rewards a sustainability module that you can take which i had no idea about until grand challenges i think that's really important for us and there is just such a lack of it at university that i think it would be huge injustice if we didn't go and we didn't show students what opportunities there were even at Freshers Week, because a lot of people are thinking about this and knowing that their university is considering this and there is a board that is trying to pull all of that together, I think is really important. It's genuinely been so lovely to hear from you guys. I'm really excited about your initiative. As soon as I finish this, I'm going to be following you. If the Grand Challenges account isn't already following you, it will also be following you imminently. But no, thank you so much for coming on. Good luck with everything and keep us in the loop. We love hearing about Grand Challenges success stories. This was the Career Zone podcast brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. Check out iTunes and Spotify to keep up with all of our regular releases. And if you'd like us to cover something else in another episode, just send us a message. Hashtag CareerZonePodcast at UOE CareerZone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone on Instagram and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes.